0: Oh,
1: What What is the thing? What's that thing called in movies that does that?
0: That does that? I, you know, I had to do that. Uh, by the way, welcome to the Wine Pod, sponsored by Go Currency. <laughs> Nick Bob Rude with you here. Shouts out to Currency for making this all possible for us. Um, no, I don't know what that thing's called. The action, the take one, take two. It's got a name. It's got a name. I, I had to do, I went for Nebraska basketball. They had this, like, this video they made about Bryce McGowan's and his season and him getting drafted. God, what was it called? Where? i can't remember what it was called but they had me one like, and done the bryce McGowan w- or- the one and done the, the bryce <laughs> McGowan i don't but they had me like i had to go i'd like my name is nick baugh and this is blah blah and i had to hit i had to do it things wow. a lot heavier than you think it would be that was my big takeaway from it
1: that's all so they can cut correctly i think so when it but i think that, so wasn't that more for film where you had to actually like slice it versus like digital you oh, don't need to i didn't even think about that right
0: I I figured it was for like the camera to know when to like begin and end or whatever or like I to thought cut it was something or other
1: film like when you have to, when you're in the the editing room like you see that thing and you can like you buy the takes right that like probably you makes more sense. separate it that makes more sense like, take one of this scene you you have to actually used to I think you had to cut them like you right to cut
0: the the film right. physically you know speaking of things that. Used to be, but aren't anymore. I, I haven't
1: missed the way. I missed the nineties, man. Used no. to be. So, for as full disclosure, these your, damn our, kids,
0: I, these damn kids, and what they don't understand. Uh, Who's Cardi B? Well, I don't. Who the hell is Cardi, Cardi, Cardi B? B? Cardi B. <laughs> I. We had. Uh, so we have this whole thing. We'll eventually get right. We we're going to have the song of the day yes. where we, and the other one that we alternate who chooses it. We hear it for the first time and we kind of explain what the song was going to be. One. I, so I was wrestling with different songs today. We had some technical issues. We'll get it going next week. Yes. That's the beauty of the podcast. Like you just, you try stuff. If it works, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work, you acknowledge that we had a plan and it, it went awry. Uh, but you had the song, but I had, so there are two, I want to tell you about the two songs that I had. The first song that I had was, did you see over the weekend so the Foo Fighters drummer passed away? Yes. Taylor Taylor Hawkins. Hawkins, that's And they had his son Shane Hawkins who like looks like he's like 14. Yeah. He came on the drums? No, really. And killed it. They did uh is it called hero? Yeah. You know, and cuz that start the is drums this, Is hit- this at the funeral? I don't know. It was like a tribute. It would no. I think it was a huge concert. So I think it was like a tribute thing for him. And so Shane Hawkins gets on that thing, and Bo he crushed it. Damn. And Dave Grohl, like they even at the end they have a little thing where you know the drummers doing it, and they like it was awesome. So I was gonna play that song and tell that story, but I was then was thinking about like, are there any like. I know this isn't true, but are like the Foo Fighters the last rock? Who's the last? Like, when did, are there any more rock and roll bands that are like big that, time? That bands? are bi- like, okay, good. Big question. time rock
1: and roll bands. So, just in the, off the top of my head, I'm thinking like, so Foo Fighters coming out of the 90s and 2000s are, I mean, they're big. They yes. were at stadium tours. Uh, I mean, I'm just even thinking like, the White Stripes had a moment. Jack White's yes. big, but he's not Foo Fighters big. But I'm th- I mean, anybody newer than that? Because like Red Hot
0: Chili Peppers was
1: before Foo Fighters. Old. Yeah, they're old. They're like 60. That's right. <laughs> they're, like, yeah.
0: Seriously, they're like 60. Um, uh, I just but, was watching that and I'm sitting there going, and you would be more plugged into that world than I am. Yeah.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm, Nick, I'm thinking about bands that I don't really follow closely like like arcade fire and some of those that are like they got pretty big names but they're not yeah. like they're not universal they're pretty
0: much still like indie rock in my mind well and they all have like a uh what is it like the chain smokers or something like that those have like they're, they're it's like I don't know it's not quite rock and roll no, to it's me it's a little yeah it's a little something different I just was watching it and and looking at ha- looking at the whole setup of it. It's rock and roll. And I'm like, yeah. this is
1: rock and roll. And I just don't know if you see that anymore. It's it's a dying... It's a dying... Why, though? There's so many things that... like Because it was done so well for so long, I think the hard part is to be original in that realm is really hard. It's really hard okay. to be original. And I think it was Springsteen said something like, he goes, I was fortunate to come along when I did because... There's only so many like notes and riffs that you, that you like, could do. Yeah. it's a lot of the same like yeah, chords yeah. they play. In some ways, it's
0: amazing that you would think like yeah. everything that can get created has been created. A music lot of made. it
1: has. Like a lot of like every riff that you can think of has been somewhat right. done decently, and now you have to try to reinvent that. It's almost like it's got to go somewhere else almost to be new and fresh. Right. But there could still be like a great rock band that comes out, but it's not going to be like groundbreaking new it's going to be like uh, a cool version of something that we've kind of seen
0: yeah just i just wonder like as i'm seeing that because it looked like a huge crowd i'm like maybe i just don't know but nick i don't know who's a newer band than foo Foo fighters that is as big as the foo fighters that's what i'm saying that's what i'm like could could anybody sell out to the degree that the foo fighters sell out that is that came out mm. after the Foo Fighters.
1: I mean, I'm thinking. Of I mean, country. probably. I'm I thinking of like country artists could. Oh yeah, rap No, no, no. I'm, I'm, talk, no I'm talking but about like rock, rock and roll, like a rock, rock band. Of rock, I am really struggling to think of.
0: I don't know who's to that level. I should. You need to check that when we when we wrap this up. I'll I'll bring it up. Okay. If if this was a Joe Rogan podcast, be like Jamie, pull it up. Let's pull see. It Shane up right here. You know, we could pull One it up. One day we're like, gonna
1: get TV. We'll get out TV. there. We'll
0: pull it up. But no, Shane, the dude just ripped it.
1: So, I mean, I got to feel like that was emotional for those guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Dave Grohl, he was doing a... He did uh God, what song was it? So, Hero,
1: Learn to Fly. Uh, there was an
0: emotional song where he was, like, crying as he was oh, singing it, my. pretty much. But somehow, I thought the Shane... I feel like Shane was so good that it, like, overdid any emotional... To, like, it was... And he looked like, you know, maybe he'll join the band. I mean, would have stolen my eighth grade girlfriend, that's for sure. He had it. He had. Swag.
1: You can play drums with the Foo Fighters. You're getting a girlfriend the next
0: week. I mean, he is one thousand percent. He's got his choice right now. Uh, so that's what I was I was gonna play that song potentially. I would like that because uh, the story's good. It's a great story. It's a good. It's a very interesting. And I knew it would be right up your alley with the rock. I'll save the other song I was going to have. Then the the song that I thought was going to describe Husker football was Tom Petty the Waiting. I was going to have Tom good Petty choice, the Waiting. That would be choice. another one that that I mean cuz that is, it's the hardest part for everybody right now. It's just we're waiting, we're waiting, and we're
1: waiting. The fun part about this like this new song idea we got to start the the Wine Pods is I drive around in my car and I got the XM satellite radio going and every fourth song I'm like that could be a good wine pot opener. Like all these like weird, obscure songs you haven't heard forever. Just have like, you know, the line of it is will like would trigger work or something like, right. Oh, that would be right. great for something. Right. So,
0: but yeah, I had my, so I had, I had three, I had three songs I was going to play the Foo fighter song, the waiting. I'll save the other one when we actually have our stuff in order, but it is the wine pod. We have poured a little bit. This is like a, a little appetizer version but of sh- it. Shall we do the, shall we do the official pour? pour? Okay. Hook Let your me, boy up. Let yeah, me just, uh, uh, you, you do what pour, you got to uh, do. Again, the wine pod brought to you by go currency. Um, Okay, so Georgia Southern this week. And we'll get into some prediction stuff at the end of it. But I, can, I, can I get things started with an analogy? Yes. For you. By the way, cheers. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers, wine pod. We're back at it again. Let me take a little sip of this. Mm, yummy. Good. By the way, I was really offended. By, uh, my nephews, you know, Bodie and Trip. Yeah. They're both, you know, like middle school, high school. And you know I'm, I'm taking them on like a. You need to watch this all like 90s comedies. They didn't like Ace Ventura. the, the, the Jim Carrey. Whoa, I, I, don't, I don't think they're in. They middle
1: school kids did not find Ace Ventura funny. <laughs> they loved
0: everything. Dumb and Dumber loved it. Austin Powers loved it. Uh, all like all those kind. How? But the Ace Ventura. Maybe Jim Carrey in the at the moment. I don't I was a little like I was a little I was a little offended think as a gym <laughs> yeah, I don't I think it's all hilarious but but oh let really, know I I I mean I'm a grown
1: man now I mean it's I hilarious yeah hysterically at those
0: I days. was a little offended by that um really? okay Are you ready for an analogy yes I used this analogy last year but I want to revisit it because I think it's interesting now because it's flipped so we all kind of carry our own biases and our own backgrounds into any situation. And then you judge it. It's going to get, yeah. we say we're like, I'm unbiased, man. Like every, it's, it's impossible on some level, your life will shape the filter that things come through and land for you.
1: I agree with that. Right. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking about this with Trev Alberts, but like, here's the analogies I'll continue to use. Like, I'd imagine, and you'll left it. I'd imagine a cinematographer is going to feel better about a movie if the cinematography is good, even if like the acting and screenplay is not good. Yeah. Right. Yep. Same thing. I'd I'd imagine a bartender is going to feel better about a restaurant if the cocktails great, but even if like the service and the ambiance isn't great. Yeah. Um. You you get the point. Yeah. Yeah. I I think on some level. Trev Alberts felt better about last year because think of Trev Alberts' life experiences and the, his football filter. It is a defensive-minded filter. I feel like on some level last year, he probably felt better about the whole operation because the defense was was pretty good. It was the defense that I can't really think of any game where you walked away from that game going, you know who can blew that game? Jojo Doman, Stilly, Cam Taylor Britt. Like there weren't too many games where you felt like it was the defense's fault if you will, like the defense was pretty good. So I would think because of Trev Alberts, experience and the filter that he's in, he's going to feel better about the program. If the black shirts are performing at a pretty good level, even if the rest of the team or season isn't going well, which brings me to this year where I bet this season so far has been a little bit of a struggle for him. I wonder if this season's landing harder for him a little bit so far, just because the defense has struggled, like beyond just the fact that it's year five, and and you know there, this is kind of like a win or it's over kind of a season. I think the fact that the defense and the tackling haven't been very good has to bother Trev. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. The-
1: I do. I think I kind of remember our our conversation, and the thing that comes back to my mind is defense is about being more physical and it's tough. And it's like, it's all those things that I think uh, me personally, as a former defender really, you know, identify identify with, with, but I also think our fan base identifies with that as well. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's something that if we can hang our hat on that, like Nebraska fans will hang in there. Right. I think Nebraska fans have seen a couple instances where we've, just been ra- ran out of the building giving up you know 40 50 60 70 points in games that's their breaking point you know we won a lot of games with Pelini, but we lost games by a lot of with you know by a like with giving up a lot of points mm-hmm. that didn't sit well with them and you know soldiers almost in the same the same boat like we had pretty good teams <laughs> yes and we even had pretty good defenses but we had some moments where we gave up a lot of points to to certain teams. And that was enough to turn our our fans off. Um, where it's never been just like, oh, we're not scoring enough points. I, right. I never really felt like because we're so used to run the ball, play great defense. Forty years of that, it's hardwired into all of us. Right. So not just people that are former um, not just Trev, not probably. just Trev, not yeah. just me. I should
0: have expanded it to everybody. But it,
1: I'm I'm going all the way to the fans. I think the fans feel that way.
0: Yeah, you're right. Like I think if the fans would have to say what are the things they identify with first for for what they think Husker football should be, I'm not so sure. The first thing they don't think about is the black shirts. It's black shirts one, and maybe run like running, running the ball shirt, too. In, in no particular order. It's probably black shirts running the ball and like clean. Yeah. Does that makes sense. like clean play good football execute. No mistake kind of football. And I think that's one of the things that has made this year and really a lot of the last 10 years challenging is like all of those things that you identify with haven't been happening, but I think it was might've been Josh Peterson said this on his Sportsman iconic this week. And it was a good point. Like just in general, just zooming out past Nebraska and Trev Alberts. I think every football fan, if, would feel better about their team if they had a good defense and a bad offense rather yeah. than a good offense and a bad defense for some reason
1: because football- it's a, it's a pride thing yes. to me it that it's all comes down to pride you feel pride if you're tough you play defense and it keeps you in every game uh, offense is it's flashier it's more exciting at times but um, if you don't score a lot of points, it doesn't hurt your pride. If you get your butt ran over, it your pride gets like
0: put in the dump because that's what you think football is. Football yeah. is there, there's a there's a a, a primal a physical primal yeah. like you're not getting past me like kind of a thing. What was the problem with Northwestern
1: in the fourth quarter? They kind of broke through and right. ran. They were able to run on us all quarter like that was demoralizing. Right. For, like, in a, from a pride standpoint for Nebraska, right? For the fans, like, that's the stuff that bothers them. It's not like, hey, they play, we, it was a defensive struggle and uh, their field goal kicker a bit was better than ours. And we'd right. be like, no, nah, okay. Yeah, just gonna go, good <laughs> for you. You beat us. But, like, if you were able to run it on us and we weren't able to run it on you, that hurts our pride.
0: Well, th- just think about this the 2009 Big 12 Championship game, conference championship game, where Nebraska loses at a last second field goal, the one second game, where that final score was, what, 12 to. Was it twelve to ten, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Or 10, 9. I can't remember what it was, whatever it was. It was a last second field goal. Yeah. If if that game is all the same, it's just the inverse of it, where it was offense where they the you where Nebraska won lost the game 62 to 59. And it's the same thing. Like a second get puts back on the clock. Yeah. It's a but it like I don't think there's an there's as much pride in yeah. that like even though nebraska lost that game now there's the element of feeling like they got screwed and all that stuff but like husker fans walked were proud, away of from that that game yeah. proud of that team yeah proud of that team even though that offense was not good if the defense was the
1: equivalent to that offense? Yes. Maybe you wouldn't felt it. good about Right.
0: It. You walked away from that 2009 season. Even if you had the same record, same things all happens. But instead of you're instead of just shutting people down, you have the number one offense. I don't think people have as much pride in it. That's a great
1: point. And I don't know what it is other than just the primal thing I think it. I think that's it. right. It's like you can feel good about a, a team that has a strong, like, tough freaking defense.
0: Yes. What is your... Like your level of concern for the defense through through two games. Like I don't like so where I, are you? I at did
1: with the it? thing that you did. I went and I rewatched okay, the because yeah, you know I watched North in the second game and I yep. didn't get to
0: rewatch the game, so I
1: rewatched and I felt a little bit better after rewatching. I really did. That's how I felt. So my uh, you know, where, where's the alarm at? It, wherever if it was a let's a say one or eight,
0: t- let's say ten is like. We are DEFCON. I was
1: probably a 7 to 8, and I'm probably back down to a 6. Uh, elaborate. Just, just in terms of, like, I saw where some of the mistakes were. Um, it wasn't quite as bad as I thought it
0: was. Is it a lack of... I guess the thing... I tried to get into this last week, and maybe it was too soon to get into this. And it might even be too soon now, two games into it. Is it a lack of ability, or is it just they're, they're not... Making the play. Does that make sense? Like, they
1: just weren't making a few of the play. Like, so there was a a few of those third, there was a couple big third downs where, third. like, the game would have been over. Right. Like, we scored quick a couple times and we got a couple quick stops, like, first, second down, quick And it's like third and long, and we miss just getting a sack, getting them off the field. And they probably start quitting sooner. But then this quarterback scrambles and makes a couple good throws, yep. and they picked a couple of those, like, third and they got it over you remember you said like yeah. bad spots to get first downs or like yes. they got a they they and they just held the ball for the whole first half right and so like if we do our jobs a little bit better not drastically better a little bit better we get off the field a few more times they don't own the clock offense has more chances to score i mean like a lot of things are were there for us if we just just a little bit so yeah I felt it it didn't feel quite like the you know I felt like the fourth quarter against Northwestern is like this is I was more upset with that
0: yeah than I I was North Dakota actually there felt like other than the 162 yard run inside the 10 there weren't as many bus like dudes just running untouched as there were in the Northwestern game the Nick Bob Podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to, to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is, what's popping? Well, here's the thing that greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little, bite sized, delicious all white meat chicken that make any day better immediately i love them my wife loves them my kids cannot get enough two-year-old mac six-year-old mava are constantly wanting to get it popping great for a snack great for a meal pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet earth and you are set all i gotta say is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it poppin'. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it poppin' with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. But if you're building the case for why the defense can get better, I think the, one of the things we talk about it, we've is communication. Just got, like getting more on the same page, you would assume that's going to improve as the season goes along. I also think about, uh, about Stefan Wynn and Devin Drew. As we've joked, Devin Drew walked from Lubbock, Texas. Is he
1: here? I mean, I
0: think so. But he can't be in great shape.
1: I, I don't think he's... I just, like, anybody that doesn't show up for camp on time is so far behind in just, like, getting the playbook... Your repetitions and your, your game shape. Like I don't know what's for you.
0: Like it's weird. You probably would understand this. Like I know for me, even from a basketball standpoint, you can feel like, man, I've busted my ass getting into shape, and then there's still nothing. Like when you get into practice, yeah, like you're like, man, I'm. Not, I thought I was in shape. I'm not in shape. You're so Devin yet. Drew probably thought, man, I'm. I'm. He was down in Lubbock working hard, but you're still not even close. No, to game shape. No, you don't know how to simulate. Like,
1: oh, that was a. A uh, play I had to chase down a quarterback. Right. And then, like, we had
0: six more plays after that. Right. right. Like, they were double teamed. Like,
1: you can't simulate it.
0: Right. Well, and then the other, okay. So, I was thinking about with him, he, you would think he's the, the more he plays, the better shape he gets in. Yeah. There is a non negotiable level of like shape that you have to be in to just be, be a good football player. I think Stefan Wynn, now I don't know how much he wasn't playing a lot at Bama, right? No, he wasn't.
1: Um, I don't know his ceiling. I, I did. See, he seemed like he was. I saw a few plays. He was moving pretty good. I think right. I think he's a guy that like can help us.
0: Well, I, I guess what I was getting at is something that I wish. Not that this would have made a, a big difference, but like. When so f- when are sometimes I think about. Yeah, OK, so I just pulled up his gate like here's his his. At Bama, first year he had three total tackle. Like these are his tackle totals: yeah. three, seven, one, five. And now he's at Nebraska, so he has eleven, nineteen, twenty-two tackles heading into. So he has not played a lot of football.
1: No, he, he didn't play in big moments. He played probably in scrub time. Some something I wish
0: that someone would have talked to me about, or I would have like acknowledged. Not to go back in my day stuff with. Creighton but like when you don't play for a handful of years it's hard to just hit the ground running yeah and you know like for me like I dislocated my shoulder my senior year basketball I missed the first 10 games of the season so half the half that basketball season I missed freshman year at Kansas in and out of lineup didn't play very much sophomore year at Kansas didn't play very much if at all then I redshirted so, I mean, I basically had like three and a half full years yeah. of not playing. Now, I was practicing. I was scrimmaging. I was playing pickup games. I played in some summer league stuff, but there's nothing like a game. Yeah. And I think I was way too hard on myself at the start of my junior year when I actually was playing of like, what the fuck? Where like, come on, Nick. Like, yeah. But I didn't realize like, it was going to take me a little bit. And I wish someone would have told me, like, hey, man, it's been a while since you played. Like, give yourself a break. Not, not let yourself off the hook, but like almost I got a, I got get unnecessarily in my head. head. Yeah. Get where I was like, what the f-, what, like, what is the deal? And I'm just was thinking about that with Stefan Wynn on like, you don't get to Bama for no reason. Like no. and so I'm hoping he's one of those guys, not to project my life onto Stefan Wynn's life, but like I know for me I was so much better and more comfortable as as like the season got along just because you got more comfortable playing in a real
1: game. Well, it- you know, you can take the Stefan Wynn example and go to how many guys on our right. team right? That's now? true. That yeah, we, like, I mean, you could expect, Trey Palmer. Trey Trey Palmer. I mean, I think he played some for LSU, but he wasn't a guy for LSU. He was like one of their backups, right? And you go through the like our team right now. Like uh, Miles Farmer played a little bit. Yep. Got hurt last year. Uh, you got Buford didn't play a lick. Uh, you got Tommy yep. Hill was different school. Uh, you got all like Ernest Hausman had to play minutes. Like right. he was in high school last year,
0: right? You know, like well, Tommy Hill. Tommy Hill had nine tackles last year. Yeah,
1: so there you go. He's like, already
0: got seven this year. Like so, so even you, yeah, I guess you could extrapolate this to more guys than just Stefan Win. There's a lot of guys that like it's going to take them. Like we've used this whole growing pains thing from like a big perspective of like the the team and the playbook. Like there's also an individual
1: element yeah. to it. Yeah, it's everybody that's not been like, you know, like uh, Ty Robinson played every game last year. Nick Henrich played like Reimer. Those guys played every single game last year. And like they they, like they're like, we know what they are. Like these other guys, we don't know what they are with a full year, right? Like a full
0: year of like, you've played. This is who you are. Well, even even a. Even our guy, Teddy Peno, ass down, Teddy Peno, ass down. He, he, he has only pinned so many asses down in his life. Think about it. Like Teddy Peno, ass down played in five games last year. And really didn't become like the dude until like he had two or three games where he started. I think right. he started maybe two games, like Northwestern Michigan. and Michigan. I think were the only and two. He got hurt, and then he gets hurt. And so it's like Teddy Penao ass down has only played in five games. He's coming off a knee injury. He was he was rusty as hell. He was getting beat by
1: that little Northwestern right. defensive end, like a guy that's six foot four, two hundred forty pounds. Right. And is you know running around him or moving him and like. That should never happen with him. Uh, But he just clearly like he even said, so like, I I just got to get, you know, I got to get myself, you know, back into the flow of things and get comfortable and trust myself. Well,
0: even back in the flow, like, okay, was he ever even in a flow? No. You know, so I guess that's again, I'm I'm trying to be as this is a, a half full glass of wine here instead of a half empty one. Like, I think there's a lot of guys. There's more. If we're just doing like, all right, guys that have played a lot and have comfortable, are comfortable and have produced in games, get over here. Everybody else over here. There's probably going to be more people in the other. I mean, look, look at our
1: O line, O line, D line, right? So you got Cochran and Cochran's played one season. Ben Hart played one season. Um, but then it's like Hickson and Bando and Ben Hart. And who's the other one? No, that the Latrell. Littows- uh, Le- Le- no, Latovsky. Yeah, uh, Le- Littowski. yeah Littowski. Something, is that right? Henry Lat. Litt- it starts with an L. Latovsky. He's from Iowa, but he, uh, like, he hasn't played. It. He hasn't played any. Those guys played, you know, backup roles. You know, on the defensive line, Hutt, masher and Feist played none, like no meaningful snaps. And there are, you know, first in for right. the rotation. So, like. We got guys that need to learn how to play football, and this is the growth. I I would just call it growing pains. There's going to be growing pains, and this next game is going to be probably a little bit of growing pains. But you can't have growing pains against Oklahoma. That's the bad part. Is like essentially you got one more NFL preseason game, Mm -hmm. but I mean this is like, dude, this is this is the hard part. Is like we need growing pains games, and and we're running out of them.
0: What about Frost? Uh, this week talked about going to do potentially some more a little bit more one one versus ones. What do you think of that? Good. Yeah, I mean, is that? I mean, I would think they,
1: like they've been safe. They've been really safe in their their fall camp, and you know that's very good. But uh, when you're not physical enough on the O line, and you're not physical enough in the D line, and you're not tackling well, more one on one is good because well, the it, game the game speed is something that is causing you problems, right? Yeah. Like because that's what it seems like. Yeah, like I see, like, you know, these new dudes get out there and they're whiffing tackles because they're all jacked up. They're not sure of themselves. Um, You want it to feel like I've done this so many times. You're not like, it's not a flustering moment to like, I'm going to go tackle somebody or I'm going to pound this small North Dakota like defensive line. I'm just going to pound them. Like, there there shouldn't be, right now, we're not there yet.
0: Right. So, I mean, I think that's got to be good. I mean, it's, there's only, there is an element of, of you know god bless the scout team but they can't give you as good of a look as possible for certain for again for guys that haven't
1: done it the scout team yeah i mean in the end it's like people are people and as much as you want to make the scout team feel real if you got some you know young assistant coach holding up the card (laughs) and says "Uh, billy you're here uh clark (laughs) you're there and you're gonna run like a you know, it's not like the right. guy that's really good who knows his route. Yes, and they're they're going to shake like right. They're just following the card, and you it's totally. just not a real look. It's not even close, like close to you the same. Can't can't do it even close. So right. Ones on ones are
0: good. The the other thing I wrote down here for you is I'm just peppering his stuff. Uh, I wrote down because you you it was something you talked about when the cameras turned off and the mics turned off that I wanted to get it into. I was thinking about. The Elton John. Stuff, the the, uh, yes, it is. Unfortunately, <laughs> the Elton John Circle of Life for Huskers. Uh-huh. Isn't it funny? Here's the cycle. Oh, nice. And the a circle. A circle. Here's the circle of life of Huskers. I went to an
1: Elton John concert, actually, this you year. You did? My wife loves Elton John. No, oh, I knew
0: that. Yeah, I, No, I, I knew wait. that
1: you went to. I didn't know she loves Elton John. She loves Elton John. We went to the Elton John concert. It had to have been really good. It was good. It was good. Where was it at? A pinnacle. Really? Okay. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a couple scene. scenes. I'll tell you off camera some, <laughs> some things are <that> hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, do you have a favorite Elton John song? Me? Yeah.
1: Uh, Mona Lisa's in, Manhattan, in Mad Hatter's.
0: I don't know if I know that song. You would. You'd know it. It was in Almost Famous. Oh, I thought that was in Almost Famous. Wasn't that the, the Tiny Dancer? That was also in Almost Famous. There's, a, there's two Elton Johns in Almost Famous. Yes, there, there is. Okay. All right. John would be pretty good. He's good. Yeah. Okay. Because that was something else, by the way, just a little, a little preview of what the next song could be. I was going to get into top favorite concerts of all time. Save it. Okay. But here is this. Did it did he do circle of life? No, he did not. What a weird song. The other thing, side note, for like the way things used to be. I feel like your boy's forehead is shiny. The Shino Ballo. I'm Homer when you work at the <laughs> bowler. I got the Shino Ballo going. Stick Munson's head. The wine is officially kind of hit us. <laughs> did, why Did songs used to get made specifically for movies? There seemed to be more in like the 80s and the 90s and the 70s. There were songs that seemingly were made yes. solely for the movie.
1: Yes. Yes. And I don't know. Why don't know... they do that
0: anymore? I'm, I'm, da- I'm out on culture nowadays. I'm just because... out on it. All culture, Nick ba- out we, on it. Wasn't
1: it better? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Good question. Because, like, think about all of the songs. Like, almost every iconic movie had, like, an iconic song with it.
1: Yeah. The question is, were all those songs written specifically for the movie, or they had a, a song...
0: Like, was Breakfast Club, Don't You Forget About Me, was that song made for Breakfast Club, or did the Breakfast Club make it and just go, this song's perfect, let's use it? I think they took it. Um,
1: Don't you? You know what's nuts? Remember I told you I've been saving songs? One of the songs I saved for the pod was That. that, that song today. That happened today. You heard that song today? Today, and I saved it for my saved oh, it for the wine. Line. But that it. tells me, yeah. no, no. But that tells me we're on the same page. Be. We're on the same. page.
0: Yes. Okay. Man, that's nuts. That is crazy. But it just, do you see what I'm saying? Though that, like, but even yeah, like, yeah. did Elton John did did like Disney approach Elton John with like, can you make a song about? Yeah, I'm like sure
1: they. I'm sure they did Simba? that,
0: and they say,
1: write a song. I mean, they had because they had Phil Collins do Tarzan. Yeah, they had Elton John do that. They had. Peebo bryson do uh the aladdin song right yeah. what's the
0: aladdin song i can show the I whole new world
1: the world yeah yeah so there was like a string where they were just like and
0: then obviously all the beauty and the beast i mean beauty and the beast that was pebo bryson as well Peebo bryson be doing this thing boy Peebo bryson early 90s <laughs> <laughs> well, a even like, i he even read a it in the will smith book of like even men in black there you go like, he makes saying. men in black and it was a huge Four men in black. The songs. Number one. The movies. Number one. Like he also did wild, wild west. Yes. He did wild, wild west as yeah. well. Right. So I'm just, but okay. So the circle, the circle of life, the Elton John circle of life for Huskers. I was thinking, here's the life cycle of Huskers. Okay. They commit. They're great. This guy's great. This guy's going to be great. I love him. He's great. They arrive and play. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that guy. He's got a ways to go. I liked him when he first got here. He's got a ways to go. Then they leave. Man, I really miss that guy. We could really use that guy. You know, we need that guy. Oh, it's a weird cycle. Like, I bring this up because as we were talking, it's amazing to me to think about how Nebraska finds themselves dying. Dying to have Stilly, Daniels, JoJo, Cam Taylor Britt, Deontay Williams, Dismuke, Austin Allen. Like they would yeah. die to have those guys right now. Oh. And yet, when we had when them, when Nebraska had them, it was a lot of like talent, not quite there. They got it. It was this guy's got good enough. I don't know about that guy. And the ultimate judge, they won
1: three games. I think Juergens. I'd say Jurgens and Cam Taylor Britt are probably the ultimate examples of it. Because Cam Taylor Britt going into the season was like the best player on the team, fan favorite. Yes. That is going to be the big thing. Yeah. And we were all just a little bit like, man, Ooh. like he's not doing what we thought he was going to do. Um,
0: I was probably unnecessarily hard on him. We but- probably
1: all were. But, you know, he also he dropped that. He dropped the punt like he kind of got in his head. But, man, we'd love to have him now, right? Now, Juergens might – I mean, Juergens is crazy because, like, everybody wanted to bench him. Including me. Yeah. Bench that guy. He can't play. He's killing it for the Eagles. You know, all I know, who is – the (laughs)
0: Eagles center, whoever that – he's like a really good –
1: Kelsey. No, not Travis Kelsey, but something Kelsey.
0: Yes. He – did you see that little video on him where he was like – He's like, of all – the Eagles asked me to evaluate centers. He goes, this is my favorite – basically, he's like, this, my this player, is yeah. my favorite player in the draft. He's awesome, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you even see him in preseason games. He's killing it. And, yeah, I guess it's just weird to bring that up because you brought that up after when we were kind of, like, walking out of the studio on how much right now Nebraska would die for to Cam, have those for guys.
1: For Cam Jurgens, For Cam Juergens. Like, you hear they wrote in the papers, like, oh, without Jurgens." what are we – like? Like people didn't think Juergens was capable playing college football. Right.
0: I, I thought at one point when he kept <laughs> snapping it over Martinez's head, you got to sit that guy down. And now I'm sitting here going like Nebraska would die. I would die to have Kim Jergens. Yeah. You or, take You take his bad snaps. And you'd and you live take with it. Him. Yes. <laughs> you would live with it. Yeah. But like, and even a guy like snacks, other than like like snacks, you would die for snacks right now. You take ben snacks, Stilly, Stilly, you would die yeah. for Stilly. Jojo him. Doman. Like, I think we appreciated Jojo in the moment, but like, you make a 53 man roster, you're a real football player. And, So I just think it's interesting. Like, I don't know what really my point is. It's just interesting to think about the Elton John circle of life for Huskers. I'm like, right. They arrive. They're amazing. They play. We're kind of on them. Like, I'm trying to really think the last player that played that everyone held in extremely high regard, even while they were here, was probably Amir. Amir and Randy Gregory um stanley Tom morgan
1: stanley in. i'd say stanley but a little i don't bit. think
0: people were like you know what man i'm gonna name my dog stanley my son stanley <laughs> my fish morgan gotta spread it out a little bit uh, <laughs> and then i'll have another daughter <laughs> name her stanley like there was there wasn't any of that going on no you're probably right um but i i think you'd have to go back to a Amir a is the last time there was a guy that was playing that everybody was just like new like Love that Collins
1: guy. and Valentine in the defensive line were kind of known like, these guys are really good. Right. Um, they weren't loved like Gregory and Amir were. Wester camp a little Westy, bit. Westy, Westy. I think was, everyone knew Westy was a ball. Westy was just like the classic, like, dude's got skills. Like, yes. straight. Well, he had the behind-the-back yeah.
0: catch. Everybody was like, just like. He's a man of
1: skills. He's a man of skills is what I'd call him. He's got Come a answer. very
0: particular set of skills. A pretty, a pretty set of like skills. running comeback.
1: I will find the identifying ball.
0: Identifying zone coverages and sitting down in an open area. I will find you and I will find the ball and I will catch the ball.
1: That's the message he leaves. He leaves Tommy every day. Tommy, I'm from
0: Tommy. Oh, Tommy I will. My name is Jordan. I have a very particular
1: set, set of skills. skills. <laughs> I catch balls behind my back on Hail Marys. Third and 17. Any situation, in the clutch I will take it.
0: I will find. What I promise you you is that ball will not, from a defensive back, be taken. Okay, it will not be taken. But maybe Westy. I would say Westy. Westy's the last guy that people were gonna name their dog. Westy's up there. Westy's
1: up there. Who who else played in those last couple Riley teams? Who were worth a dang?
0: I mean, JD Spielman. I don't know necessarily. People were all in on JD Uh, Stanley. you know, you had your Luke Giffords and those guys that were like clearly good players, but I just don't know. Luke. We were fans of Luke because of uh, we, Southeast. Yeah, like, we anybody from Luke. Southeast, I'm like, Yeah, Luke,
1: we love Luke. I think Luke Hello Canton. Yeah. <laughs> He's a knight.
0: Yeah, this is Nick Baugh. I'd like to speak to Canton, Ohio, please. <laughs> Luke Gifford. <laughs> you, need to, you need to start making his face on one Sir, of those. How'd you leaves. get through in this line? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. Hello, operator. I'd like to call. Give me the him. Hall of Fame. Give me the NFL Hall of Fame, pronto. But no, I just, I, I just was when you said that, that stuck with me because it's just interesting to think that, like people, we weren't speaking of Ben Stilley and Damian Daniels and and then uh, Austin Allen and those guys. Like, I tell you, man, oh man, no, not and all. now all those guys, everybody would die to have. And what's frustrating is some of those guys could have come, could have came back. That's where I was. I remember at the time. Allen, I was a, now Allen's the guy that probably I
1: mean jojo made a team don't come back uh cam and cam second round don't come back you got second round pick. you go take your money you gotta do it austin allen now i don't know if he's made the team or not i don't think no was he practice squad he might have practice squad all right practice squad is a maybe but he's also a guy that you know could he have improved his stock gotten you know
0: by the end of the year i feel
1: like he got a lot better he did and i this year especially like with Bo Kolek being out again, it's like the guy would just be... I mean, I think Casey Thompson would throw him the rock a lot. Oh, yeah. right now, it's what's our... Borkature. Borkature is, is getting targets, and he seems... Borkature scored
0: touchdowns, Doug. He did. He did, but he seems a little... Uh, oh, he dropped the first pass of the game. He was a little nervous. I was about to be like... this just like...
1: <laughs> Borkature obituary. Um, <laughs> but he then lived, he totally redeemed himself. He lived a good life. <laughs> he, uh, he's he Succeeded by his... Mother and father and sister. (laughs) He said, I live my life
0: like a candle in the wind. I live my life like it was stirred down all the time. Excellent urgency. I have no regrets. Uh,
1: At least he's not white lever and had the butter sandwich. That was
0: unfortunate. I still don't know. He had to have thought he was trying to down the ball. He just must have had like a brain fart and thought he was down in the ball. Right. Trying
1: to understand
0: it. I don't know. Um, by the way, speaking of guys like Wyatt Lever, like, did you see Frost in the, in the presser too? Like he gets a question about Anthony Grant and, in, and instead of like praising Anthony Grant who balled the fuck out in that yep. game, he immediately goes into praising Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin. I do think there's this interesting thing that is like probably developing where there's like. The old the the old guys that really have endured when it was a crap sandwich around here, yeah. And I think Frost has a soft spot, and and why wouldn't you? I think he lived in this world where if like if you do things right it'll the game will reward you yeah I think that was something that always bothered him about Martinez was just like he felt like Adrian was doing everything right and yet the football gods were not rewarding him yeah and I feel like there's that way with I think there's a bunch of guys like Ramir Gabe Irvin probably Wyatt Lever like a lot of these guys were like they've done things right it just hasn't really worked out for them on the field a ton yeah
1: it's hard it's hard because
0: you're kind of finding your guy in Anthony Grant yes um, so the writings on the wall probably for two dudes that you told like, dude, hang in there. He, yeah, but you know what?
1: Like at the same time, like they're gonna like injuries happen. I mean, I think it's you want to well, keep
0: them engaged, but at the same time, like what did they do to earn? That Ramirez and Gabe Irvin have I, never done anything like Anthony Grant has done like, in that game alone. I so was, it's also kind of like
1: we joke we joke about Gabe Urban, like his luck is borderline Connor I, I have a soft spot for Gabriel so I, I would love to see Gabe and get some carries but like in the end like I'm starting to become a little bit um, having that soft spot for like wanting to give everybody like win yes An- if Anthony Chief. Grant getting every carry means we win screw every other running back I, I don't agree. care And I think- that, that took me like I think I was I was always I've always been a person that's been a little bit more a little bit more like that, where I'm like, I want everybody to have, you know, the hey, this guy's good, and you know, screw it. Like at this point, we need to be a little bit colder about the process. Like Adrian Martinez, we were too, we we're too soft. We on fell him. in
0: love with him too much. You can't. I mean, I think it's just- Joe
1: Joe Burrow. You know, like hey, we got a guy. You know, like we we need to be like, dude, anybody that can play. We're bringing in. Right. I don't give a crap. Like, you better beat that person out that we bring in. I agree. And no more of this soft, like, coddling stuff. Like, if you aren't good enough to
0: clearly play – We don't coddle you. Well, and this is what I'm about to say, which makes it seem like I'm about to say that like the two coaches that I played for in college are like heartless a-holes. They're not freaking great dudes. They're great dudes, and they're Hall of Fame. I mean, Bill Self is in the Hall of Fame. I was there in Springfield, Massachusetts, while the dude got inducted. I think Dana, you look at Dana's Dana's resume. Dana's Dana's going in. Dana's going to be a Hall of Famer. Dana's going in. But the one, I would say one of the common threads between those two guys is they are both totally willing to be a holes like, like, yeah,
1: they're they're not in 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 the right way. Yeah. They're, they're not trying to protect your feelings about playing or not playing. They are like, if you don't absolutely make it impossible not to play you, I'm not playing you. Like that's the, that's the difference. And I think, I think Martinez has always been an example of like, I even was a little bit like,
0: I think I fell in love with him too much. Like we all
1: were just too protective of like, well, maybe he'll be offended and leave. And you can't think that way. No, no. You know what? Gabe Irvin, Ramir, Yant. I don't know who these other backs are. Uh, I mean, all these guys, if you think you're so much better than the guy that's playing ahead of you and you want to go somewhere else, go. You're not good enough to beat out the guy playing. So like I am, I have no sympathy anymore for the guys like trying to pander to the backups. That you're still like a starter, like no. Because I wonder, not not
0: that I know this for that's I don't know this to be true, but I wonder if if that's what got Gabe Irvin in the game. That's a bizarre place to put him in the game. Oh, I
1: think that they he's a guy they want to get in the field, but he's coming off a knee. I, I actually think it's good for him not to be playing right now. I think he needs to wait and. Work his way into the the season as the year goes. Right, Anthony Grant's ready right now. He's ready to play. Let the guy play. If Ramirez gets some sweeps and some things and some third downs, fine. But like right now, Anthony Grant is the only running back I've seen since Ozigbo. He's like, just give him the ball.
0: Well, that's right. I just every time he's not in the game, and I'm not necessarily anti AJ Allen. Like it's he fine. seems fine, but like every time he's not in the game, I I am I'm just not happy about it. I just. Yeah, I, I mean, he needs a break. And I mean, again, I'm not, I just got to
1: spell him, but like, you know, like, Yant had a moment, but Yant also tripped over his own feet in the goal line. Well, and
0: why did he? It's weird that he comes in. He was the first running back in. Now, it might have been because they were pinned against their own goal line, but it's weird to me. Again, this goes back to my rant that I went on in the first recap pod of like, I have a hard time with their rotations. Like, so he was the first running back in the game after Grant, and then he He's, didn't even play against North Dakota because they said his eyes got too big. Like, the paper basically,
1: the, the coach basically said, like, he's in Ireland. He, it it, it looked big. Much, okay. It looked like his eyes got big and, like, things got, you know, like, some guys, when the lights turn on and they have to think, right. and they got, like, there's a lot going on. It's a, it's a lot for them, you know? Right. Like, there's a lot going on. And, like, if a defense is running tricky blitzes and you've got, first, you know, this isn't high school. You've got, there's a lot to think about and a lot to, like, to, to take on and so like I don't know like if it's too big for him he might need to sit down and, yeah. and wait some guys need a couple years Jan's a young dude well let okay him, let him let him take his time
0: until he's ready something I was thinking about too was you remind me who who is the linebackers coach when you committed to Nebraska it was
1: Craig Bull then Jimmy Williams and then
0: Kaz comes in Kaz came in yep Now you had, you, you were, I mean, this probably doesn't apply to you, but like once upon a time, people were like Steve Octavian, Bo Rude, what's going to happen? Was Octavian a cause recruit? Yes. That's a weird thing. Did you ever think about that? Like, I remember. Yeah. I I, I can remember being at Kansas and being like going into my sophomore year, being like, okay, here's Russell Robinson, like a handpicked guy from Bill self. And I love Russ to death. Like, and Russ ended up being a starting point guard, a team to one and 08, and I think Russell's amazing, but, like, I remember thinking, like, okay, Ru- th- this was Bill Self's guy. I was not Bill Self's guy. So I guess there, there's maybe more of yeah. those kinds of things. I know you don't want to, like, these are, these are the things you don't want to say out loud, but, like, I mean, you wonder if there's a little bit of... I just thought it was interesting that, that Frost, when asked about Anthony Grant, goes on this huge thing about Ramir and Gabe Irvin, two I, guys that yeah. didn't even gain a yard I in the game. He,
1: I think maybe he's trying to keep... I think he's trying to keep what them engaged did, and yeah. encouraged. Keep him engaged and encouraged. The, the thing he did right, which he's failed to do before, is he goes, I'm not going to anoint. He goes, I know yeah. Nebraskans are. I'm not going to anoint Grant. So that right. was a good thing to do because he sort of, he kind of had a bad tendency his first couple of years. is like, if some guy did anything, anything he like, that
0: guy's going to be great.
1: Well, he's or, he's so good. His,
0: Martinez was going to be Patrick Mahomes, does things like Patrick Mahomes, and then Cam Jurgens was going to be Remington. Remington.
1: Yeah, and then like, he didn't mean it literally, <laughs> but if you say it in Nebraska, you might as well mean it literally because they will hold you to it and they'll throw it in your face when, when Jurgen snaps it over his head, it's right. like you know, the jerk in the crowd's gonna say, Looks like Remington to
0: me. Remington my ass. Am I right? Bill.
1: Bill <laughs> By the way, I had some jerk offs sitting behind me that were. I may have said it in the last but I mean they were obnoxious.
0: Were you ready to get on like a fan video like fighting? my wife was i was i don't know how anybody ever loses a fight in a football stadium or in a stadium in any state if you're the high, if you got the high ground That's, let me just tell you something nick i read
1: <laughs> sun Tzu, the art of war and take the high high ground is a big deal if you take w- the high if ground you
0: lose the fight uh, with the high with being up a row like what went wrong i think with
1: you? if you like you could lose the fight if you're like a like, if you're 5'2 and skinny and don't know how to fight, and the guy below you is like 6'8 and a beast,
0: you will lose with the high He's ground. He's the guy from Happy <laughs> Gomer, like, I'll see you in the parking lot. I have the high ground, and I'll see you in the parking <laughs> lot. But no, it's, I did like what Frost said about not, you know, like, we don't need his clear space to retire his that jersey. That was good. I just think it's interesting that, like, I just I know what that's like. That I'm sure, like you know, Ramirez and Gabe are like these are you know the Apple White. This they're Grant's good. Apple White's guy, AJ Allen's Apple White's guy. But wait, is- here, here's the thing: is Grant Grant and Ramirez are
1: they're playing
0: special teams like they're doing good and, team things. And at the end of the day, Bo, neither of those guys has done anything that to lay claim that they're you know like Screech can't claim Lisa Turtle when like some dude. <laughs> from another high school wants to get at Lisa Turtle when, like, Screech, you never had Lisa Turtle.
1: Screech, she's just turned your ass
0: down a lot. <laughs> Whack-ass, curly-haired, dark. Zach, Zach had <laughs> Kelly, and, oh, boy... That was like ran the max. That dude was like, like technically oh. it was like, he was like 28 and he was, was getting he with dating? Kelly.
1: No, he wasn't. Was he? Yeah. Right. Wasn't he? Oh, was he the way he, wasn't he the was? Like he, thought, wasn't no, the he was like that. I thought, he was like, I thought he was like the, yeah, the magician. Uh, magician. No, the magician
0: got. never dated Kelly. No. There was a guy that like got with Kelly. That seemed like there was he like was the waiter at the max. Yeah. Right? But he seemed like he was older.
1: But was I'm saying Kelly like, Kapowski. Zach's got an ax to
0: grind. <laughs> Cause Zach at one point had Kelly Kapowski. Like, Yes. Kapowski being the running back job, like these guys never really had it like that.
1: No, no. <laughs> Where's this analogy? Where are we at with this? <laughs> How's
0: this relate to the running back? <laughs> it has to do with the fact that, like I don't as much as those guys can be upset, those guys never Anthony ha- Grant has two one hundred yard
1: games. uh Ramir had one good game against Michigan. Did Ramir have
0: a hundred yard game ever last year? 100 maybe yard rushing maybe receiving against Michigan I mean like let's let's figure this out I'm not sure if he ever had a 100 yard rushing game last year
1: I don't think he did
0: I bet he didn't
1: but but Anthony Grant has had two in a row which we haven't had
0: in a long time Okay rushing No his high was 83 against Minnesota
1: Yep and then Ramir... Ramir had I mean not Ramir, uh young yeah.
0: had Yeah had against Northwestern. He had a good game, but like so, I said And Gabe Urban was getting no blocking.
1: Yeah, I I I've seen Ramir just sort of he got better as the year went on, but like he had a couple of a games where I just felt like if you got your hand on him, he went down. Yeah. You know, like Anthony Grant is the first guy that is breaking runs for touchdowns. Yes. So totally um yeah, I would say that. Like I said, I, I, this all started where I
0: don't know how it started. Lisa Turtle. Did I distract you with Lisa Turtle? Not Lisa
1: Turtle. I think we we're talking just about like almost like worrying too much about yeah. the guy's not feelings. Playing, yeah. the feelings. Like if you aren't absolutely dominating your job is wide open in my totally opinion. agree that
0: is i guess the takeaway is totally like, agree forget as much as we forget, went for a very yeah. particular set of skills with jordan camp and everything else. I have a okay of skills okay let's refill your boy needs a refill for the refill uh you need to refill your glass too and it's a perfect opportunity to tell you more about Go Currency. Does your business Absolutely. need easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. I actually saw a go currency sign as I was driving to Ashland to go to Big Sandy Lake uh, a couple of days ago. Is currency this special Nebraska company? Yeah, it, it's a Sand Hills oh, publishing company, Doc. Oh it yeah, is. how about nice. that? Nice currency specializes finding the best available rates in terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks. And trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to five hundred thousand dollars with little or no money down in terms of up to seventy-two months. That is bananas to me. Very currency good. can also help you if you're getting serious about getting a buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application. The currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency equipment financing made simple visit GoCurrency currency for gocurrency.com excuse me for details here we go offers may vary and arranged by express tech financing llc dba currency pursuant cfl license six zero dba oh dash <laughs> five four oh oh four eight seven three how about that for a little legal disclaimer okay do we want i mean we're we have we went way too long there do you want to get into some college football playoff stuff or do we want to get to georgia southern
1: uh let's do a quick college football playoff okay it's a big, because it's a, big it's a huge
0: topic this week so there was an announcement uh God, go about ahead. a week ago probably that the college football playoff is going to be expanding to 12 teams starting in 2026 yes so first of all a lot of things to unpack with this glad it's, it's expanding yep that's me i you maybe disagree with this as someone that that has been in college football i have forever felt like it was hard to complain about it when Nebraska's winning natties, but now that like Nebraska's not winning natties and you think about it, college football forever has had the worst postseason structure of any sport by a mile. Yeah, the
1: bowl games were people, I mean, you, just like anything, things that become traditions can become, like, just fun you and just don't of question your life. It. You know, I mean, I remember, like, we always had the pull tab, uh, you know, bowl game. Things for right. growing up that they were really fun, um
0: but yeah, it's like you didn't have a clear.
1: But that's what I'm saying, e-
0: even even of how a champion was crowned, yeah, it's just bizarre to me. Like I remember, I remember watching the nineteen the the Orange Bowl, Nebraska Tennessee when Osborne was retiring, and you know Scott Frost has that line, like anybody doesn't think that this great man doesn't deserve the national title, like, and I remember at the time being like, yeah, that's yeah. right, but it's just idiotic to think that like you had to kind of politic for the voters for you to get yeah. a share of the national title it's just it forever it's been stupid so like or there's
1: split national titles there's yeah. like
0: writers and co- like you know like yeah the ap poll and the coaches poll have split nebraska and michigan or it's like
1: nebraska i mean there was years it was three i remember it was like uh maybe our was our first title a three-way split or maybe one, I, of, I, one of them are. One of those, maybe it was, no, maybe it was the year before Nebraska. was like, it was like Texas, it was like Arkansas, something like it was like throw a three-way like, split. It was like Notre Dame, something like, and I can't remember what it was, but like three different teams won. I'm like, that's just,
0: stupid. it's just bizarre to me that there ever were games where it's like, we say this is a national championship game. It's like, well, it was Michigan and Washington state in 97, the national championship game or Nebraska, Tennessee so if Tennessee would have won, that wasn't the national championship game. Only yeah. if Nebraska won, then it was one of the national championship games. Like, it's just weird to me. But so I'm glad that we're progressing. We The BCS was bizarre to a certain extent. I'm glad we went to a playoff. I think four is, is not enough. I'm glad that it's expanding. Um, the devil is in the details, though, with this thing here.
1: Now, the question uh, is this. This is a question. Yeah, because there's a lot this. of questions. Um, how many national titles does Nebraska win if we've had a – for twelve-team playoff for forty years,
0: because I would argue, I would You'd argue. Have, do you think you have more? Do you have more than five? Yes,
1: I think unquestionably yes. Yeah, because there's more
0: years than those not.
1: Nineties teams that didn't get to the national title game, like the '96 team, the '96 '97 team, you know, like Frost. Yeah, where we lost Arizona State, but
0: by the end of the year, we were really humming along. In
1: the same way, there was another year. Well, 93, 99. let's say
0: 93, even though they played in the national title game. Again, you have to think about this. These are these sliding doors moments. To say there's a playoff. Let's say Florida State gets knocked out, which is yeah. totally possible, and maybe Nebraska's not playing Florida State or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a great question. If from If there's a playoff from 1970 to 1997,
1: yeah, I mean even like 82, we'd lose to yeah. Penn State, but then we the you know in some fluke thing, but but then we at least get into a playoff at the end of the year. Right. So even though let's say we lose eighty three in 83 and some, you know, Miami upsets, because like if Miami upset us, they'd have maybe upset us in a in a playoff. You never team. know that. But like you give that 82 team another chance to make a run, and you got Turner Gill, Irving Fryer, and Mike Rozier. It's like good luck, you That's know. Interesting. Like I didn't think every about that. extra game you give those guys, Remington, Stein, like you're giving those dudes another chance to win a national title.
0: Yeah. I or like that.
1: That's 96, 99. Um, yeah, dude, even give the freaking. You give the I 09. Mean, 09 team might squeeze in there and they go, if uh, they get into a 12 team playoff for sure.
0: Well, they, that I mean, Texas, team was Texas, like Texas went rough. and played in the national title game against Bama. They got yeah. rocked, but Colt McCoy got hurt in that game. But like you, you give, saw in that game, Sue, Sue's taking
1: on Mark Ingram. And like I'm, I'm betting on Sue, right?
0: Like by the end of that season, that defense was so good, they could. They weren't
1: the. They wouldn't be the favorite, but they would be like a a, the dark horse underdog that like you can steal a national title as the underdog, right? They had such a good D, like they just had to get hot.
0: and and I mean that's that. Now we're getting into like, see, that's where it's always hard with even in the NCAA tournament. There's so many teams like that where like the best team doesn't always win because of the nature of just like anything can happen for one for in one game injuries, matchups, the whole
1: thing, the whole thing changes. Once you start widening the field,
0: things happen. Agree. So I'm, I, I, I'm happy about it. I think it's, you know, so the top four seeds are going to get buys in this thing. That's how like a 12 team playoff would work. I would assume, uh, one thing i'm I'm curious to see what happens is a couple of I have a bunch of questions here. I really hope that the first two rounds, the higher seeds host the game because I think that would be amazing on a variety of levels where instead of new now when you get to the semifinals and the finals, you want to then we'll go neutral. yeah, but I think it would be really cool to see, for instance, florida or florida state have to go to ann arbor yeah you get the 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 weather yes you get the weather element of it you or just columbus ohio you get okay i mean even okay clemson okay georgia you're coming to columbus ohio and it's december
1: 11th that's like so what i love about that is it's sort of it's a great um it's like throwing chaos into it right Mm -hmm. like Alabama and Georgia seemingly should never lose except for if they've never played in negative degree, like like a snow game where it's negative degrees like that. That's stuff that like makes for these amazing matchups where the team that should win nine out of 10 times doesn't. And that's the stuff I love. Right. And that's where like, that's where having teams that play way different styles uh in weather, like that's where that stuff would
0: come in. I would love that. And I just like really close your eyes and, Im- and imagine Ann Arbor, Michigan, and it's a playoff game. Ooh. Or imagine Lincoln, Nebraska, and here comes Auburn. It's Auburn at Nebraska. January 15th or and something. And it, it is a playoff game. Uh, like I get chills thinking about it. So yeah. I hope that happens. I'm curious as to, are there going to be automatic bids,
1: and what do those they like said conference champions are in, which I assume means the four, four to five big.
0: So big that's the other thing. Conference. Is like, does this also like help the survival of those other leagues? I would think it does.
1: I think it does. If like it I, so, if you got twelve teams, Big Ten, SEC, ACC, ACC Pac twelve, Big Twelve, Pac twelve, Big Twelve are all in.
0: So this helps Big 12 and Pac-12 oh, tremendously, tremendously. Now, you wonder then how are we filling out the rest of the field? I'd imagine there's going to be a selection committee.
1: There's, yeah, and so then I think you get maybe one or two non-power That's five, what I'm curious on. How, is it going to continue then, to be
0: like, are you, conti- are you going to continue to have a playoff ranking and have it be the highest ranked non group of five team i'm just curious what the non you know the cincinnati's the UCF. i guess ucf's going to the cincinnati and ucf are going to the big 12. so i mean who are we really talking about even
1: well that's that's byu
0: is going to the big 12. so that's
1: that's the thing is where if the best teams of the non-power five are going to the power fives yeah maybe there's no need for it well then you got five in and then the seven best teams or you do to the, the second best from each conference.
0: because all of a sudden now you go, Who are you really t- like? Boise State, you're talking about Boise State. I mean, there's going to be the, your random coastal Carolinas, your random teams here and Boise then that pop up, but like Pac 12, you would think so. It's but survived. I, I Notre would think Dame. this is Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I mean, it's like joining conference. I mean, come on. But I think I uh, gave you a hug. <laughs> I love you too, Mike. A hey, microphone. I love you. I've always wanted to I've always you. wanted to hug you. here. <laughs> <laughs> People that saw that on YouTube. That was great. I I'm mean you just go in the bath. And then my
1: daughter I'll see girl. you later. She's got her she's got a little uh puppy and she calls pup <laughs> She has another guy she names a little a little like human. And she her name, her name is Manu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ginobili? <laughs>
1: well, it's uh,
0: it's. Is this baby gibberish.
1: It's, it's a it's a it's a kiwi manu, but I think I uh, think Ginobili. Okay. But it's a little human. I love it. It's not like a baby doll, but it is a baby doll. Well, it's that's like, fine. Hey, that's a
0: human being. Yes, that's fine. I mean, I love that. My but movie. you just you basically just you embraced your microphone. That's good. So I'm just I, I'm okay. Then the other thing is we're asking questions about the 12 team playoff. What does this mean for how many regular seasons or regular season games are going to be played now? Or how many games total are going to be played now? Because
1: 12 teams and I think the two top two get buys.
0: right? So like, are we still going to have a 12 game regular season and a conference championship game? And then depending on if you get a buy, you could play four more playoff games, which means now a college football team could be playing 17 games now. But they are technically able to make money off themselves so it's a little less always, i feel less sorry for them than i used to i've always pushed back on now i didn't play football in college but i've always pushed back on there are some people it's like you can't ask a college kid to play 16 game it's it's like you know what i why?
1: think you, you can ask them to play a certain amount uh but, but here's what happens is like their fall camps are getting way easier like that's that's the part that's the trade-off is like These guys, they train year round. with like the, the, the fall camps are getting easier. The weekly practices are, they're getting better from what I understand. And like that, that makes it possible to do that. If you're doing the old school, like show up, you know, three days, water's for sissies. You don't get water, Oklahoma drill all day long. Like, like the stuff my dad used to do would be called torture now. Right. Like the, like your dad in the seventies had to like. Do things that he's like probably still like going like.
0: I oh, never, he tells me oh. stories and I'm like, wait, hold on,
1: what happened? Yeah, it, it's bizarre <laughs> how <laughs> freaking nuts those guys. Yes, had. like because they didn't. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't work out all year. No. Do you know what my? You know our dad said every every summer? They went home and had to work and their home. My
0: dad was a night watchman at the Hormel factory and like so he was that guy that like worked at nights like yeah. guarding the. Like they got jobs and like
1: they got jobs around Nebraska or like my dad went back home to Minnesota for the summer. And like that, that's the part you go, Oh, that's right. Like these guys now it's almost like you treat it like a professional career. Like you're here all year round. You're working, you're working out year round, right? You don't need to go to fall camp for six weeks of two a days because you've been training and studying and doing like, they almost do like, they can work with the coaches now during the year.
0: I know. It's just so, bizarre.
1: You couldn't you couldn't ever do
0: that. Are you one of those guys that is happy that the guys don't have to do the hard ass two-a-day stuff? Or are you one of those I'm guys that jealous. you're mad that I'm like, not
1: I'm not mad that they don't have to. I'm just jealous that I because at the time I knew I'm like, we don't need to do this shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like we don't need to do this. We I mean, put like all I know is what you had to go through.
1: I led the team in reps for three straight years. Oh, All yes. camp reps. I took more. I can promise you this. I took more <laughs> reps than any linebacker in the country. And practice. <laughs> uh, uh, and I knew the whole time. I'm like, I'm going to have dead ass legs. Right. I'm gonna be tired but in, that- in the game. But I'll, I, you can't tell me I didn't take that, but like they're well, worthless when
0: they're that many. Well, that's the thing is I, I always remembered early on in the year, like by the time a game would come, this is even for basketball. Like basketball is the same thing. Everything's infiltrated. Like there's the, the caveman mindset of like run these mother truckers until they can't move, like has dissipated. But I just remember feeling like by the time the season came, like my, I felt my body felt horrible. That, that's and the think stuff. how dumb that is. That's the stuff that like, now it's like, it's
1: very scientific. Like yeah. they have, they have these dudes hooked up to like heart monitors and they're like, they're tracking their movements so they'll know like hey this is your height weight and this is how long you've ran like they they'll track it to the foot right and once you start hitting like a certain like distance they're like you are going to start pulling muscles you know like it's smart instead of like what we used to do where it was like brutal become a slug because you've done 100 reps on a thursday (laughs) before a game (laughs) So you wonder why I got ran down and every time I intercepted the ball? <laughs>
0: you just dead all those tired. reps in two days. freaking tired. Was, that was the problem.
1: I never got my legs in. That was the problem with you. Congratulations but, Husker.
0: Yeah, congratulations. Thanks for ruining my legs so I couldn't run it in for a touchdown. But maybe I'm just slow. Well, no, no, I don't think that's true at all. I've seen you run. I I mean, I'm trying to think of any other questions with the twelve-team playoff, though. Like, I think this helps the preservation of the Big Twelve, the the Pac twelve. The, oh, so
1: the question: The question is, what does it do for Nebraska? Gotta help. Helps. There's, Gotta help. There's, to Gotta me, there's no doubt it helps, right? So, fourteen playoff in our current state. It seems like okay. You got Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. And
0: then, then you got your random LSUs, Oklahoma,
1: Michigan, LSU. Like, yeah, you got eight teams that are fighting over four spots. And it's going to be really, really hard for the
0: next five or 10 years to out recruit and out. It just seems like it's impossible. It's almost, it almost impossible, seems impossible for Nebraska to get in the playoff as it's currently constructed.
1: But when it goes to 12, a team like Nebraska can become like, ah, oh, we're the second or third in the Big Ten. Um, and we have a good year, we get into the playoff, which helps us then recruit and like it, it circles and right, so right, th- like it opens up the field. So, it I think the Big Ten and the SEC are in great position, right, going forward with the right. media deals, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this also opens up just that ex those extra spots for besides being those two conferences, like you're a team that can make it to the
0: well. To the think, the Big Dance. Think think about okay. Let's let's look at this. I mean, even take a team like Iowa. Iowa's made it to the Big Ten Championship Game a few times over the last couple of seasons. If there would have been a twelve-team playoff, could they have potentially snuck in a bit? Even last year, they were ten and three. They were could ten they and two 12. going into the into the Big Ten Championship Game against Michigan. Now they got their doors blown off, but like you're the 12th team. Guess how, guess what that does for your recruiting. I'm just saying like, so what I guess could Nebraska have the season like Iowa had last year? Nick, I think so.
1: We've done it so many times. We've done it so many times in the last 50 years that we know we can do it. Right. We just got, I mean, step one is, you know, beat Georgia Southern. Step two is, you know, do well in the West and give yourself a chance, but then like, then it'd be step three, like, okay, when this 12 team playoff runs around, like, you know, be, be number one or two in your league and you're, you're getting in.
0: Well, th- I I just pulled it up again. I knew there was another year. Remember the year in 2015 where Iowa was undefeated in the regular season, lost to Michigan state by three in the big 10 title game. Yeah. They would have gotten into the playoffs. They would have, they would have. So now undefeated is, I mean, that's like, duh, you would, I mean, if you're undefeated in the regular season, you're going to be telling you, you're probably pregnant in, but yeah, I think how this inf- impacts Nebraska. It's a good thing.
1: Yeah. But like I said, the, you, they didn't get in, they didn't get in before. Right. Like they didn't have the cachet to lose the, the big 10 title and get in. Right. Like, so this is where like the teams that don't it. have the cachet, um, the Iowa's, that if you can be a good second in your, in your league, you can get into the playoff. It just, yeah. And every time you get in the playoff, I mean, dude, I, I just know what that does for your team and your brand. For sure. It's
0: like, yes, yes. Yeah. So I think it, no, I think it's definitely a good thing. Yeah. I mean, part of me felt like I would have preferred eight, but maybe 12 is the better number. I don't know.
1: I think for Nebraska, 12 is a better number. Yeah, I the bigger, mean, eight, the bigger, the better
0: eight might be better for eight makes more sense to me. I mean,
1: yeah, maybe, but you know what? 12 is better for the guys like us. Yes, right now. Right sure. now
0: we're,
1: eight makes it harder for us to get in 12. I think opens up like you can be the second best because otherwise we have to win the conference. Right, That's
0: where my, my mind's at. Like just win the West have a decent record, go hang in there against Ohio State or Michigan, and you might get in the playoff. Yeah,
1: I mean, you can make a living on, off beating Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, and
0: you get to go to the playoff. I mean, maybe. We'll see. We, we shall see. All right, Nick Bob Podcast is powered by H&H Automotive. want to tell you about the Onyx dealership in Omaha, located at 150th and Dodge. Onyx won the best of Omaha Number one luxury car dealer award. How about that? You win the best of them How you doing your thing. Offering the industry leading brands like BMW, Jaguar, and Land Rover. I was looking at the Onyx website. In fact, I pulled it up right here. I'm not gonna lie, Bo Rude. I think a white Range Rover is kind of my dream car. Is it? Isn't that like I, it to me, it's just a beautiful car uh, like it's a beautiful looking car and i've never been inside of one and i'm looking at it right now the interior looks incredible Let me inside but speaking of other so i said land rover they got jaguar didn't your mom i loved your mom's bmw that thing would. that thing seemed like a smooth
1: car they're super smooth i also have a friend that has one a current one and they're roomy too. Like they're extremely roomy. And as a guy who like I rode you're, the back seat, like the the knee room I was blown away by you're right. Your mom's car was big.
0: For they for are, not a big for not a big SUV type of thing. Like it was a it was big a sedan. It was, it's a yeah. big sedan, but yes. now they have sedans
1: and the SUV beamers. But yes, man, dude. Hey.
0: BMW's fantastic. Your boy. One day. One day I'll be in a, in a white Range Rover. Okay, just one day it's going to happen. So that's dream understand? Okay, that's the dream car for me. How about this? You want another reason to go there? Onyx offers a bottle of wine with any vehicle purchase. I swear to God, that's true.
1: So you're telling us we do a wine pod and they offer bottles I'm of wine? I'm just telling I you. I think we need to go there, Nick. I'm just we telling you to.
0: that's what happens, okay? You can experience it for yourself at 150th the Dodge <laughs> or online at onyxautomotive.com. That's onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx the new standard should we get our tipsy prediction game right Let's, I already tid you know yeah. uh, you know i just i got a, right? there's a little bit in there oh wow you got a little a little more for you boy
1: i got some freaking uh, i mean
0: that is that is it's something got, something's better than nothing
1: i got michael dripper
0: <laughs> I mean, look how little it is i'm going to take it anyways okay take that drip down i got it all right georgia southern they're 1 and 0 they beat morgan freeman state 59 to 7 don't do it. Don't spit it out. Ah! Don't do it. Ah! You all right? Morgan Freeman. Morgan State Freeman video. State had some <laughs> issues against Georgia Southern, let's just say. They won 50. So they're 1 and 0. Can we said Clay Helton, first year head coach, who was at USC? He's completely trying to change the offense to more of an air raid, throw it, air it out at attack. Cal Van Trees is the quarterback. He was the quarterback for Buffalo last year. That's it. Yep. So he threw for 357 yards and four touchdowns against Morgan Freeman State in Memorial. But But he's been in Memorial State. I think that kind of matters. It does. It kind of matters. It does. Uh, Ventress threw the ball 46 times against Morgan Freeman State. So they're, they're wanting to air it out. Yeah. The there's weather in the forecast. I don't know if you've looked Saturday night. It's supposed to be like mid sixties and rainy. There's potential rain in the forecast Mm -hmm. and like north of 50%. Now things can change. I know I'm not a meteorologist, but first of all, the first question. Is it good that Nebraska is going to see a pass heavy attack? How do you see that? Because I think it is. I feel like Nebraska, up until this point, has shown more of a vulnerability if a team's going to run it a bunch. Maybe um, I'm wrong. What do you What do you think? Like I they're think... going to go see a team that's going to throw the ball 50 times, probably, or at least want to.
1: You know, I mean, besides the fact that our DBs have been a little uh...
0: Swiss cheese.
1: A little bit, a little bit. Just nah, nah, I,
0: think I mean, against the
1: past, like, I don't... They haven't been bad. It's just like, I feel like... They've know, had a couple of busts, but other than that, I don't... What I'd like this I mean, if they want to... Here's what will be interesting. If, if they want to just line up and drop back and throw, like, you know, you you had a hit song come out the other week called Matt Scott Sachs. That's the stuff that I would be interested in, in watching is like, what do we look like if you're not trying to... boots and all you know like the stuff that people have been doing against us have been slowing down some of that um they just want to line up and throw it if If they they want
0: if they want to shotgun spread it and throw it i feel like that is beneficial to nebraska
1: that could be and i mean as long as we you know we communicate in the back end and i think our our outside linebackers being mathis nelson and tanner i think that would be a good good litmus test for how good those guys are
0: so that that was the first thing i wrote down is like i actually think this is a stylistically a good matchup for nebraska potentially now at the same time like what's funny is i'm trying to close my eyes and like i know Nebraska teams have thrown the ball i mean oh boy for uh for northwestern threw for like three bills but it seems like a lot of that was i don't i mean other there's been a few busts have those DB? I've been more when I think of the DBs and anything that's been bad, it's been more tackling. Yeah, it's been, it's been
1: tackling um, and yak, maybe. Yeah, like like they've had too many of those, like where the guys catch it a few yards in front of the sticks and they just don't get them down. Okay. Like when they hit them. Um, I, think, I think communication before the snap is
0: more of the problem than anything. But is communication before the snap more important against the run or the pass? Both. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like a one that's that's more detrimental than the other. Both. You gotta know what you're doing. But I I think uh, I think you bring up Mathis, you bring up Nelson and Tanner. Like I feel like this is a game that in theory, Clay Hilton, I would think it's going to be not like it's not going to be like the Northwestern polling boot stuff. Like it's going to be more straight up, spread it out, straight drop back, throw it. Yeah. I think that Lends itself to like if you had to say there's a strength to Nebraska's defense. I still think the strength is probably Nelson Taylor Mathis. Yeah. So I think that helps them. They'll get more chances. More They'll chances get, like, to do their thing. If
1: they're gonna throw it 46 times, let's say 20 of those are like straight dropbacks. Like those guys get too, versus like I feel like they've had a few rushes. They're like right. third and long go rush. They're gonna do this like air raid. There should be more of that.
0: Yes. So. I feel like, from that perspective, it's probably a, an advantageous matchup. But it's always concerning when a team, whenever a team's going to throw the ball forty six times, there are forty six opportunities for things to go, way wrong. You know what I mean? Like passing, just Lou, it, it, there, there's more capabilities for a big game, a big play.
1: Louisiana Tech, and the year was, was two thousand. That's what. Yeah. What year was it? No, was it was in '99. It was one of those years where they, we had a good team and they like threw it all over us. It came out of nowhere. Yes. And that's all it is. They threw and we tried to match up man to man. It was like either '90. 90, I want to say it was, it was in the '90s. I '99, maybe. That maybe sounds maybe 98, right. '98, '99, something like that.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Whenever a team's going to air it out, there is an element of like, yeah. Like it's like just because if they all it takes is a few if they get
1: in the flow, then it's like a long game because then they're throwing it all over the field. But like I feel like if you get if you get on them early, it becomes like a bloodbath. It kind of goes a bloodbath either way. That's right. Yeah. It's like either you start sacking them and the quarterback gets like drilled and hurt and or it's like they get their rhythm and then you're chasing them all day. Right. So I think it kind of goes one way or the other kind of to the extreme like you're gonna throw it 50 times it goes one way or the other
0: yes yeah, so it can go terrible or you can r- rip someone apart or you destroy them so and my guess is it's it's the brass is gonna be okay but i don't know what what, guess so. what else are you what else has your attention in this game i mean to me it's like
1: the first few games of the year you see the most progress right so like i think last week you should have seen a big jump. We didn't make the jump, but we also were coming off a, a long trip. We had a bunch of flu, some injuries. Um I, I do I think we're gonna see a jump. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I am usually optimistic, but like I think we're gonna look way better. And I just see us doing another North Dakota-like style. Seven, seven and a half. Like I don't see that. Now.
0: By the way, how do, well, how does rain affect Nebraska? Because I think Whip wants to throw that thing. Whip now they they likes they, to let it whip. He likes to whip that thing all around, dog. But rain for Nebraska,
1: rain for Nebraska to be determined. I think I don't
0: know. Like I know that's why I don't. I'm. I, don't I think know. they clearly have a have a better and more capable running game than Georgia Southern does, and yeah. So I would think that would help, but I don't know. I. I'd, I'm not totally sure what to make of Nebraska in the in the elements.
1: I don't either. I, I think this game, I feel like this game is set up for us to play well though, because we we've been humbled, um, but we got a win under our belt. Yeah, and now these guys saw themselves win the game and not play great. Like they're gonna make. I think they're gonna make improvements. Um, and there's a lot of young guys that like every single game you're going to get better i mean just like these yeah. dudes that don't know like what it feels like to be in a game or feeling like okay i've been in ireland now first home game okay how about now i get my damn assignments right this is what i do do your job
0: again go from I, there i would say that uh, what i said last week against with north dakota it just would be nice to have a game that is a stress free I'm not saying it has to be just total 63 to nothing, but just a stress-free game where Nebraska asserts themselves from start to finish, where there's just no there's no booing. Let's hope there isn't booing. But you said
1: assert themselves. Like asserting yourself means that I think we said this at the beginning, like there was just a handful of plays that would basically would have ended the game early. Get off the field, third and long, get off the field. Then the offense gets it back and they score. The FCS teams are going to freaking quit. Yes. You know, like these smaller conference teams, they're going to quit. If you get up 20 points early, it's over. So you just got to like, you got to just not let them hang around with little mistakes. Mm -hmm. Don't make little mistakes. Totally agree. Play the game, get Mm -hmm. them down.
0: It shouldn't be a problem. I said 34 to 20. Does that sound about right to you? What would you hope it's more than that? It's I it's, would say f- you think the like, Forty to 14. Okay. Yeah,
1: something like that. I mean, I, I would say that I think it's it. it this is going to be a game where it comes together for
0: us. Okay. I like that. I like that. I hope that's true because obviously shit gets real. 10 days from now, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. It's it's September seventh. 10 days from now, September 17th, Oklahoma's coming to the crib. And I'm not going to be too hospitable to them suitors. I'm just telling y'all right now, when the suitors come to my crib, I ain't going to be all that hospitable to them them dudes, right? (laughs) I'm not trying to be too hospitable to Dylan Gabriel and them guys. I don't know if I got anything else to add to that. Oh, man. Are you going to that game, by the way? Yes. Yep maybe has got a soccer game during the game that's the father life and i am an assistant coach on her soccer team what is a what what am i to do i mean thank god for dvr i mean i'm gonna dvr that thing we got our priorities i'll be there well the hardest part's gonna be avoiding you and i are big on like what I don't want is, like, in the middle of the game, like, do you hear what happened? I'm like, no, do not. I don't want any, like, hey, you hear Here what's go going again. on?
1: Can't kick it off. Gosh.
0: They on sided it to start the game. You hear that? <laughs> you hear about what happened? Hey. Hey, did you hear about it? I don't want you to hear about it, guy.
1: This guy comes up and bumps you.
0: Hey. hey. You hear about Frost? Fumbled. Right away. Not the guy. Why, don't are we, want- why are we calling timeouts? <laughs> hey. I don't want hey, that. Coach. I want zero, zero spoilers. I might I might come in there like what noise canceling. What time is this game at? The game. Let me pull it up. I'll pull up the sketch here for you. The game. So it's big noon kickoff. And the soccer game.
1: Oh, so it's, but it's 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock. Yes. Husker game and the soccer games win. The
0: soccer game starts at one fifteen. Oh, that's in the middle of the game, Nick. So what should I do? Do I tell Mava you're nothing to me and screw your soccer team? And I'm locked out of the game? I or think, I
1: think you sit down you my oh, hugged <laughs> by Mike.
0: <laughs> and he threw a baseball that was signed by George Brett. It's my George Brett, I think, Brett baseball. I think a guy named Todd Packer <laughs> signed that George <laughs> Brett. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do I do if Todd Packer
0: <laughs> likes that too? So I've signed this baseball, George Brett, this idiot from Nebraska. <laughs> the area. <laughs>
1: he plays with it during his podcast. <laughs> idiot. Uh, so what do I do? What should I do? I think you got to sit Mava down, big Mava, I'm gonna come come with the truth to you here. It's Oklahoma Nebraska.
0: You understand? Your dad's honey?
1: got a job to do. He's got to watch it's, the game.
0: I could, I could play the job card. I mean, you love or her, or do I somehow? I just feel like the chances of me avoiding spoilers
1: are low. I mean, what do you because by the time you get there, it's halftime. So I look, think I think I, you'll, watch, you'll, you'll so I watch. So do I watch?
0: Stop. Would you? If you were me, would you watch? Stop. Yes. Do the game. Yes. Then come back to it. That's what I'm probably do. I'll yeah. Probably because
1: do here's the thing: is you're gonna go to the game. And there's going to be a look on people's faces I don't Are they the Pumped look. or they're pissed. And you'll see these dads over there on their phones going like they'll be yeah. grabbing their hair. Right. You'll it's body language. You'll know. So at least if you know, like we had a great half. Right. You'll know. OK, at least we had a great half. OK, but you're probably right. I think I started. And I might
0: I might buy a shirt that says, don't tell me. I've DVR the I've DVR the Oklahoma. why can't a guy go to shields and find a shirt that says I'm DVRing the game. I'm recording the game. Don't tell me. I mean, I'd is. buy that shirt.
1: That's a tough one. That's a tough
0: one. You know, parenting. That's what you got to do. I feel for you. Good. Okay. Chad. 40 to 14, Georgia, Southern Nebraska Huskers, victorious. I'm gonna go 34 to 20. Either way. We'll be back here for the recap pod on Sunday. We got a, we got a long Sunday coming. My friend, so we got a we got a double header. Double we're, head we are going to recap Hot It, and because of scheduling, you got you you got to go. I'm going to the Big Apple. Going to the Big Apple. I got work to do, and you got you got big fish to fry in the Big Apple. So we're going to double duty these things on Sundays. We'll have a big Oklahoma preview. It's going to be great. Be oh man, That's, I mean, ten, ten days away, baby. I Love it. All right, let's get the hell out of here.
1: All right. A Huda Media Productions.